Good morning and welcome to day 15 of Lenten Prowess and Cuthbert. Let us pray. This is an ancient Gaelic prayer from Loch Harbour on the west coast of Scotland. God, listen to my prayer. Bend down to me thine ear. My askings and my prayer rise upwards to thee clear. Come, thou King of glory, my down protection be. King of life and mercy, the Lamb protecting me. Thou, MacMary Virgin, O oh, listen to my prayer. Son of lovely Virgin, pure, beautiful and fair. O oh, MacMary Virgin, protect me with thy power. Be at my praying hour. Amen. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 19. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. One day pours out its song to another. One night unfolds knowledge to another. They have neither speech nor language and their voices are not heard. Yet their sound has gone out into all lands, and their words to the end of the world. In them has he set a tabernacle for the sun, that comes forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoices as a champion to run his course. It goes forth from the end of the heavens and runs to the very end again. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure and gives wisdom to the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, more than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey dripping from the honeycomb. By them also is your servant taught. And in keeping them there is great reward. Who can tell how often they offend? Oh, cleanse me from my secret fault. Keep your servant also from presumptuous sins lest they get the dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent of great offence. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Amen. Christ, the Son of Righteousness, rise in our hearts this day. Enfold us in the brightness of your love, and bear us at the last to heaven's horizon for your love's sake. Amen. The Gospel reading begins in Luke chapter 8 at verse 40. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling, and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him, and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher any more. But on hearing this, Jesus answered him, do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him, except Peter and John and James, and the father and mother of the child. And all were weeping and mourning for her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him knowing that she was dead. But taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise! And her spirit returned, and she got up at once, and he directed that something should be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. Here ends the Gospel reading. This is a prayer of Mary, Queen of Scots, on the eve of her execution. O Lord my God, I have hope in Thee. O my dear Jesus, set me free. Though hard the chains that fasten me, and saw my lot, yet I long for Thee. 
I languish and groaning bend my knee, adoring, imploring, oh, set me free. Amen. Chapter 15 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert From having shown what power the Venerable Bede had against the deceits and frauds of the devil, we can now go on to reveal his strength in combating the fiend's undisguised fury. There was a sheriff of King Ecfrith called Hildmer, a man dedicated to good works, along with all his household, and therefore specially loved by Cuthbert. He visited Hildmer whenever he happened to be in this neighbourhood. His wife, though zealous in almsgiving and all the other fruits of virtue, was suddenly possessed of a devil. She was so sorely vexed that she would gnash her teeth, let out frightful howls, and fling her arms and legs about. It was terrifying to see or hear her. The convulsions gradually exhausted her, and she was already at death's door, or so it seemed, when her husband galloped off to fetch Cuthbert. "'My wife is ill,' he pleaded. "'She is very near her end. Send a priest before she goes, to give her the body and blood of the Lord, and to bury her in holy ground.' He was ashamed to admit that she, whom Cuthbert was used to seeing well, was now out of her mind. Cuthbert went off to see whom he could send, when it suddenly came to him that she was in the grip of no ordinary illness. She was possessed. He returned. I will not send anyone else. I ought to go back with you and see her myself. As they were going along, the sheriff began to weep. The bitterness of his anguish was apparent from the floods of tears. He was afraid that when Cuthbert found out she was mad, he might think she had served God up to now only in feigned faith. But the man of God gently soothed his fears. Do not weep. Your wife's condition will not astonish me. I know, even though you are ashamed to admit it, that she is afflicted by a demon. I know, too, that before I arrive, the demon will have left her, and that she herself will come running out to meet us as sound as ever. She will take the reins, bid us come in quickly, and treat us with her usual attention. It is not only the wicked who are stricken down in this way, God, in his inscrutable designs, sometimes lets the innocent in this world be blighted by the devil, in mind as well as in body. Cuthbert continued to console and instruct his friend in this vein, and as they approached the house, the evil spirit, unable to bear the coming of the Holy Spirit with whom Cuthbert was filled, suddenly departed. The woman, loosed from the chains of the devil, jumped up as though woken from a deep sleep, rushed out in gratitude to the saint, and caught hold of his bridle. Her bodily and mental strength soon returned completely. She asked him to dismount and come in to bless the house, and waited on him 
with her most devoted attention. She admitted quite openly that at the first touch of his bridal, all trace of her affliction had vanished. We come to our prayers of intercession, the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Merciful God, to Thee we commend ourselves and all those who need Thy help and correction. Where there is hatred, give love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is sadness, joy. Where there is darkness, light. Grant that we may not seek so much to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For in giving we receive, in pardoning we are pardoned, and in dying we are born to eternal life. Amen. The Collect The Prayer of John Scotus Eregina, Ninth-Century Irish Scholar Almighty God, who art the essence of all things, beyond time and space, and yet within them. Manifest thyself unto us, who feel after thee, seeking thy light amid the shadows of ignorance. Recall us from our errors, and reach forth thine right hand to help us, who without thee cannot come to thee, and who desire nothing beside thee. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally, a prayer for ourselves. This is a prayer from the west coast of Scotland, from the Carmina Gadelica. 
God, bless the world and all that is therein. God bless my spouse and my children. God bless the eye that is within my head. And bless, O God, the handling of my hand. God protect the house and the household. God consecrate the children of the motherhood. God consecrate the flock and the young. What time the flocks ascend hill and wold. What time I lie down in peace to sleep. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.